0: straight up young Sean man listen no no couple of things I wanted to talk about today I wanted to talk about I, I wanted to talk about Whoopi Goldberg getting suspended for for things I don't understand And I also wanted to talk about FBs. I am now on FBs like red list or I don't know what they call it, but but I'm on FBs red list, but I wanted to talk about their metaverse. It's going to be the future. And I wanted to talk about that. But metaverse is already creating sexual assaulters. And I just wanted to talk about some savages at Golden Corral uh, that were fighting over fucking steak. Uh, nobody with a mask on in 20,000 uh, in 22. Is that 20,000 or is that 2,000? Can't be 20,000. 22, young Sean. But that's news and I was thinking about this. Young Sean I was like well th- next week on the pre-bump fam the new season is coming up in March and if you know you know me See, you you get the replays, but it's always new content. So my shows are still new. But 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 in a couple of weeks, March, the first weekend, week of March or the second, something around there, it's all new new. I thought about it, young Sean. Next week I'll do like a little bit, I get, you know, because it's time for us to start shaking the rust off. Young Sean, we've been in replay protocol for a minute. And we gotta shake the rust off. I time for me to get my news back on and some of my segments as I get warmed up, you know, for March. For 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 the for the new new season of the Jeffers Moody Show. Let me tell y'all something, man. I I'm a humble guy in a lot of ways. I'm a meek guy in a lot of ways. And I'm even that with podcasting. It's not about the praise. I don't have to make post call or not. I don't have to do all that. I don't I don't I don't have to watch the numbers like like my ejaculation depends on it. I don't have to do any of that shit. All I got to do is record, and the opportunities open up for me abound. God bless uh, talent. God bless God given talent because my opportunities open up because of the podcast. Way past the podcast. But let me tell you guys something. The, the twenty. 22 season of the Jeffers movie show It's, it's going to be like more of the same But but then advancements Y'all are going to love it Y'all are going to love the bounce Ringing the bell in the pre-bump Y'all are going to love The different way the show starts I'm telling y'all So I thought about it I'm going to talk about Whoopi And I'm going to talk about FB's Sexual assaulting metaverse. I'll do that next week cuz I do I do a new new a uh, new segment next week. But I want to tell you guys something really quickly. I got a point today. Listen up. I want to talk to you all about why you should never lie about liking people's food. The one thing you should never do Is lie about liking the food. Now you don't have to be malicious. You don't have to be mean spirited. You don't have to be anything like that. But the one thing you need to find a way to do. Should you find yourself somewhere else. I don't really like eating outside of my house. Only a couple of places I trust eating the food that the people make. But you gotta find a way to not lie about something that you tasted and you don't like it. And you look somebody square in the face and you tell them it was delicious. So nothing will progress, nothing will grow, nobody will learn and they'll continue to make the same bullshit that you know you should have said something about and they don't know no better you should never lie about the food now I'm gonna get into that in a second but before I do that it's my responsibility and my duty you guys know I don't know how I don't know when. how many times we gotta do this it's 24-7 I notice a lot of my fam is getting on board Peaches D yo Peaches D Uh, uh, Peaches D. Queen Sis. Thank you. I have so many listeners that love and stuff, but I swear Peaches D is. She does it for other podcasts. What she likes, she loves and she rides and she is. But, but. the peaches i'm not taking nothing away from them other shows because i know many of them are great you put me on to some new shows and i love that but but but, but it's only one king (laughs) it's only one fucking king and peaches i i i swear man um i'm so many years behind um you know apparel and stuff like that but when these coffee mugs and t-shirts and stuff like that I'm promising you nobody gets that free cop before you that's my word peaches you know I'm a man of my word I try to be my god she just she just supports so much but um, let me just tell you guys. When you listen to the replay, you you got to guys, you got to listen to the listen to the show from the beginning. See, we're not doing 3 to 6 no more. So you can't really say, "Well, I got on at 3:30. I didn't have the time No motherfucker, it's it's on demand now. It's 24/7. It's the new shows are usually available first thing Monday morning. you Listen to them whenever you want. That's what I prefer when you see the word replay don't don't remember me don't don't look at the word family remember me and know that you know I don't like recycling old shit without new shit in front of it if you were listening, you would know that we're it's not three to six. And there's there is no beatbreakradiofm.com radio FM.com regarding my show. There's none of that shit. In my world, it's only a, it's only two things. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on Spotify. You go get the free Spotify app, or if you're paying for Spotify, I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but whatever, you put in the Jeff is Moody show. And pow, brand new show every Monday. That the new season starts in March. But fam, it's always new content. I have not done a show that didn't have new content in front of it since I started. So I'm still new. The work ethic different, I'm different. But I'm talking about the new new season gonna start in March. So you go to you go to Spotify, that's, that's it. Then you go to Spotify, you put in the Jeff is Moody show, or you go to Amazon, all of you know Amazon. And, and 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 you put in podcast fm you you get the free podcast fm one word P O D C A S T F M. fm it's a free app you get the app you open the app I, I think android people they shit is on the the top and iphone people are on the bottom i don't know But when you open the app up, find podcasts, tap the podcast icon, find the Jeffers. Just scroll up or down. It's a phenomenal app. Ring the bell for Sean Garvey. Great app. Find the Jeffers Moody Show. I'll fuck everybody up. (laughs) Don't nobody want to versus the king, man. (laughs) We should. We should do a podcast versus and pull up my goddamn 1700 episodes over the course of my career or more. I would be the podcast versus champion. Motherfuckers that got way more uh, success than me. uh, Workload, uh, content-wise, integrity-wise, I'd be the versus champ. My next show might be podcast versus. I... I'm gonna do this news stuff next week, Young Sean. But let me just talk to the fam real quick. I'm gonna tell you why y'all should never lie about liking the food. So a couple of days ago, uh, it was actually like a week and a half ago. My uncle JC, you guys have heard his name a million times on the show. He's like my, he he's he's. He's like my uncle. He's like my big brother. He's like a father figure. He's like a—I don't like the word friend, but but he's he's my road dog. Me and him are like peas in a pod. He's a little more excessive than me on some things, and I'm a little more excessive than him on others. And so he said he had like a dish that he made and he threw in the freezer in a in a, in a um, you know what what's that y'all? An like airtight lock. You know the air seal. Sill tight I don't know whatever that is. he put it in thing and so finally uh, last week Uncle JC and I were chilling over his house Auntie Paulette what up ring the bell Auntie Paulette think I curse too much I do see di- di- this why I'm telling y'all don't say you like the food so I go over Uncle JC's house now, because I don't announce it on social media and because I don't think that just because we're all on social media together, I don't think that all of my business is yours. I don't think I need to announce to you motherfuckers everything that I'm doing at every stage and point in my life. I don't think you need to know if I'm taking a piss. I don't think they need, you need to know if I'm taking a dump. I don't think you need to know if I just bust a nut. I mean, even on a podcast, you don't know if I just bust a nut. I don't really share my birthday. I never do it. I don't really celebrate it. I'm not keen on getting gifts. I'm not, you know, if you know me, you know. If you know, you know. It's not that I get mad at it. It's not that I don't appreciate the love. I'm just not into that. Why is, why is Jeff, why is Moody not into that? Well, in my world, I don't like celebrating myself until I've done enough for others. I'm not even going to ring the bell on that. If you know, you know. Uncle JC is a lot like me. He, He has a desire to do for others. He doesn't think about himself too much. Takes care of himself, of course. Takes care of his wife, of course, and she takes care of him and things like that. But he, he's so concerned about others. So my birthday, it comes and goes. I, I, I'm not a guy that gets 52 and say I'm 20. Motherfucker, I'm not 25. I ain't 35. I ain't 45. I'm 52. January 28th, 52. You didn't hear about it? Because I don't talk about it. Anyway, I'm over at Uncle JC house and um he gives me... Uh, some wood chips because it because we both love to cook and grill. I still didn't thank Auntie Paulette for that gift, you know, as his queen. But you know, I told Uncle JC, thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, man. I love you. Uncle. We tell each other we love each other. He's my he's my guy. So I get the food. He made some chicken curry. Guys, it was delicious. I get it home. It's frozen. I put it in the fridge. It kind of thaws out over the next day and a half. And I and I heat some up. And I go to the Caribbean spot and I get a skin. Now, for those of you that don't know what a skin is, it's, it's if you have a have a roti, it's you know you got the curry and you put the curry inside the skin and your wrap, Some people call it a wrap. Some people call it a, a skin. Most people say it's a skin, but if you put the roti inside the skin, say, do you want a wrap? Do you want a wrap the roti? I didn't want rice and cabbage and stuff like that. I wanted, I wanted a skin. Before I did that, I tasted a little of it, and it, the, the first thing that hit me was the spice and the flavor. Delicious. Better than any shit I've made curry-wise in a while And I'm a curry king Way better than anything I've done But then the kickback was a, a sub- It was a, like a salt taste I said, oh, is a bit salty I don't think he added salt to the curry Because you don't really need to add salt to curry And the way I cook So I text Uncle JC And then we talked on the phone And like we normally do we're very straightforward and honest with each other. And I said, man, this stuff is flavorful. I mean, this goddamn thing is so good, but it was a bit salty. He said, really? He says, I didn't really. Do. I it. did you put salt in here? Because you really don't have to really put salt in curry. Like I would imagine some people do, but you really don't have to. Curry is so flavorful. And when you add other things to the curry, veggies or whatever, it's so flavorful green seasoning if you know you know chicken the juice from the chicken shrimp that you know he did it his way it wasn't salty enough for me not to eat it was just me letting him know that I enjoyed it but letting him know what I didn't like about it now the thing about lying to people about the food is when you talk to someone that wants to be lied to they don't give a fuck if they progress from it or not. They just wanna hear what they wanna hear. Holly Berry, Monsters Ball, getting dicked down by Billy Bob Thornton, a crackhead and a fucking meth-looking head in a movie that it took a black woman to be a crackhead whore to win a- an award. Oh, I love Holly Berry. I'm just keeping it a hundred. And what did Holly Berry say, everyone? What's that iconic line? Make me feel good. Make me feel good. Listen to the message. You can't be lying about the food. So I told Uncle JC my pros and cons about the food. Uncle JC, being an older version of me, was the least bit offended. He was inquisitive. Salty to what degree? I didn't put a lot of that in there. So you, so what? Did, what came through the salt though? Like what? So if it was less or more, what would you have done? What What did you do? Because Uncle JC doesn't want you to lie to him about the food. See, he knows that he cooks the things his way. But he also knows he wants to please who's eating it. And he's capable of hearing critique that may make him better. Hearing some critique that may make his cooking worse. Or hearing some critique that'll give him something to think about at the end of our that curry was delicious y'all I'm ringing the bell on a pre-bump for the curry Young Sean play that Dilla. I'm about y'all listen to the message shit <laughs> was delicious I'm a cook as well I did what I needed to do to to, to to get that salt taste down a little bit it was some of the best curry I've had it better than better than my shit see it forced me to step my game up but never offended. Never offended. He, you know, he's like the Dr. Spock of Star Trek and people call me the Dr. Spock of Star Trek. That's what he is analyzes his emotion. Usually is secondary to his analytical prowess. So we were talking about it and he said, you know, I got to tell you I'm probably still going to use the salt. I just know when I cook it for you. I got to salt down because I didn't even think I salted up. But thanks for the notice. Appreciate you. Love you, nephew. And I said, I love you back. Keep the message. You better start hanging around people that lie about the food they're not your friends if you use that term and you're endeared by that they're not your family there's no such thing as telling a lie about something that shouldn't be lied about to to increase somebody tell the truth there's different ways to tell the truth harshly with malice with concern with care tactically however you want to put it Don't you The reason some of you Are not progressive The reason some of you Can't take no fucking critique The reason some of you Are not where you want to be Because you spent your time Around people That kept lying to you About the food I make a lot of food Most of the time People love it Sometimes they don't I watch people look at my face and say it was delicious and then toss my shit in the trash. I wasn't offended about the toss. I was offended about the lie. I want you to think about your life and think about your t- the food. Here you are out here in the world. Irresponsible as shit Doing the wrong thing Multiple babies you're not taking care of By multiple women Multiple babies by multiple men Not preparing yourself to be successful Irresponsible Non-attentive Not paying attention to yourself Disregarding your health Disregarding your loved ones not preparing yourself for the future and you're surrounded by a bunch of people that that dish that you're serving up for yourself they tell you that it look good it smell good and it tastes good don't worry about that girl that's not your fault that's theirs lying to you about that food Don't worry about a King. That's not your fault. She don't let you see them boys, so you you can't, you shouldn't be taking care of them if you can't see them lying to you about the food. Motherfuckers out here doing crime together, riding to do the crime. One person in the car know that this is gonna be a life-changing event if they get busted one person in the car know that this is going to fuck everybody's life up eternally especially as black men in america because white males get away with doing the same severe crimes and get less time and and they get loved on more dylan roof went into a church and killed nine parishioners and the cops loved on him. come here dylan it's okay my man it's okay blue lives matter And they ride to do this crime and, and, and there's a dude sitting in the back. And he knows ain't right, but you know what he doing? He lying to them about the food. He don't have the courage to say, I don't want to play to this right here. I don't want a helping of this right here. You know who's a good brother? You know who the, who's a good confidant? You know who cares about people? Motherfucking Ice Cube and Boys in the Hood when he realized that Trey wasn't down to ride. Was that Trey? Who said that, that got shot in the back? Who got shot in the back? And boys in the hood. Maybe he was running up the alley. Dude pulled up in the red in the red Jetta. Pulled out the double pump. Shot the guy that had all the promise in front of him. Shot him, killed him. And and, and then it was Cuba Gooden. He was the other guy, and he came in the house with the blood all over his shirt. And Cuba got in the car with Cuba and him. Who you know they you know they was gonna ride. They was looking for blood, and he got in the car like he was down for that kind of food. And Q kept looking in the rearview, and Cuba. Realized that he loved Trey so much that he pulled The car over and he literally Told Trey I'm kinda I'm kinda listen don't lie To me about the fool get out The car Trey ain't built for this. This ain't what you do. You got better things to do than this. Don't lie to me about the food, man. Get out. Don't get involved. Better yourself. Progress. Move on. But don't eat this dish because you don't like it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you something right now. If everybody could look in the mirror and everybody could realize their shortcomings, what most people will realize is that they voluntarily were pushed on and egged on and motivated and inspired by people that lied about their food they were they they love to be around a chick that 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 wouldn't say girl where you going looking like that your titties ass out we're not representing that that's not the woman you are you don't need that kind of attention you don't need men that would like this see they never wanted to hear that so if the woman said something to them like that they they that wasn't the food that they was cooking and if that woman didn't like that plate they cut that girl off and, and if and if The dudes wanted you to fight or them dudes wanted you to do one thing and you did another. They didn't want to, you wasn't eating that food, but you you, you felt the peer pressure and you succumb to people that usually don't even give a fuck about themselves. And you succumb to people that typically want to hear only what they want to hear and they run on a motherfucking Ferris wheel, on a treadmill. The miles is building up. But they never move forward Never, ever, 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 ever move forward Because they live in a world where the food they cook You gonna like it, you gonna eat it And you ain't gonna tell me about it If it's too salty, if it's too peppery If it's undercooked, overcooked, whatever it is I don't want you to critique my food Make me feel good. Make me feel good. Salute to Uncle JC. He's one of the I know of thousands of people literally. And he's one of the 10 or 15 people I can talk to Without fear Of saying I don't like the food Check it out He doesn't hesitate to tell me When he don't like my food (laughs) Uncle JC when I leave Uncle JC house He kind of timed me That's a little annoying Because I'm a grown ass fucking man But I get it though Cause he knows I'm somewhat of a speeder I'm not a super speeder But I rarely follow the speed limit I'm not a dangerous speeder But I do go above the limit a lot And he worries about that And instead of eating the food That I put on the plate Like that's just how Jeff is He doesn't accept that He's like fuck you I don't like this plate Slow your stupid ass down If you get home too early Get home too late I want to know why Love you wonk That's where growth come from I spent a lot of hours making Mrs. Moody something the other day. I can't even think of what it was. And she didn't like it. I can't, but I just can't remember what it was. And she didn't really hold her tongue too much about it. She said, yo, this was trash. Like, what happened? Usually do better than this. And I don't know. I was telling somebody. They was like, damn, how could somebody say that to you if, if, um, you know, like, if you try and yeah, I was like, yo, yo, no, 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 no. But first of all, don't get shit fucked up talking about my queen. Don't get, don't get yourself fucked up but second of all we live in a household where people don't have to lie about the food ladies and gentlemen you don't want to be having whack sex and not sexually pleasing your partner and the dish that you serve and you want them to lie about the food. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to be running a business and your customer service or your business ethics are so ridiculously poor and you wonder why you're falling under because you just want people to lie about. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to promote yourself as a devout Christian, but every time the first sign of something going wrong, you blame the devil. When it's all good, you blame God. And we come to find out you ain't got no fortitude about yourself at all. You just wanted to talk some shit and you wanted us to eat the food. Y'all better learn something and y'all better learn it right now. Don't lie about the food. And now the rest of the examples I can give you, now you got it. And remember, life is food. Movement is food. Progression is food. Failure is food. But I swear to God, a bunch of liars could never find truth. lie about that food y'all who's ever listening Miss listening and if you know you know all right family uh we're going back we're going back 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 to episode 83 i am i am scheduled to really launch off the new 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 season it's either the first or second uh, week of March. All right. We're coming through new bouncing with everything. All right. Y'all do that. Listen, don't lie about that food. If you love somebody, tell them the truth. You don't have to crush them. And I've learned that as I got older. Sometimes you just be quiet and show them that you don't like what's on the plate. But family, don't don't lie about the food when you love somebody. Don't lie about the food. You are encouraging them to keep making horrible food. I love y'all. And that's why the plates I make. I make them with the attention of the family. Telling me the truth about my food. And that's why there's no other like me.
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Jeff is Moody Airlines. Uh, we have been cleared for takeoff. So please, board, sit down, relax. Tray tables out, seats back. We don't follow rules and regulations here. We'll be taking off shortly. Um, enjoy the fight. Kings. Queens. My brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Natural. Great talk, great music. Adult only, you know? Listen, we will laugh. We might cry. We will think. We will be motivated. Will be inspired, but most of all, we will be entertained. With that being said, kick back, relax, we got you. You are now traveling with Numero Uno. The number one flight through the talk show skies is the Jefferson Movie Show. Let's go. Enjoy the bounce. Sean, let me tell you something, man. There's a lot of things in life that's good, nephew. It's a lot of things in life that's good, man. Good friends, good food, good family, good job—you know—but ain't nothing quite as good. It's catching up to some much needed and deserved rest. Hold on, let me close my door, youngin'. How y'all doing, family? Y'all all right? Young Sean, you okay? Yeah, I'm back. We had to do that replay last week, man. And you know what? The family's going to be getting more replays because we—I'm I'm, 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 I'm revamping for 2021. Coming back kind of like with a vengeance. Ooh, I can't say much. That's all. That's it. Yeah, Sean, I got my rest. Want to thank the family for tuning into that replay last week. Youngin', everything all right? I'm about ready to give them what they used to. Man, I'm fresh. Hey, did you notice I'm not even a horse right now? Young, and I figured out why I was so hoarse. Because I'm always running my mouth. Whether I'm recording, it doesn't matter when I'm recording, I'm always recording or writing or doing something. So I'm rested, man. Family, thank you all for that support. Thank y'all, thank y'all, kind of when y'all be like, yo, it don't even matter if it's a replay, son. Just give us something that wasn't just last week, like everybody else be doing. Don't just give us the same show, Moody, repeatedly. At least go back, and we be going back on replays. Nah, we fresh this week, though. Youngin, I'm ready to go. Now, listen, I got to tell you something. We're going to have a smooth show today. I'm just going to talk to the fam. Talk to them about my urine (laughs) and the Confederate flag and all that. But we need to get ready to do what we do. So, young boy, you ready? How you doing? School good? Online cyber learning good? All right, you keeping your head up, everything all right? You a junior now. You about to go into your freshman. This is, this is, it don't even matter. Even if the evil one gets another four years, we gonna work this out. Your mom good, dad good, queen good, the king good? You all right? You ready to go? Family, y'all out there, y'all ready to go? Sean, you got your Kool-Aid. You gonna need your you you gonna need your Kool-Aid and you're gonna have to cover your ears for certain portions of the show today. Family, y'all ready? Young Sean, let's give them what they used to. What up to all my people out there? Word. Let's go, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Thank you. All my people over there and over there and over there. Sir, sir, ma'am. I know. I know. You you guys keep telling me to jump ahead of you. I can never ignore you no matter how much I try. You 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 you've been there for 83 weeks. I, you you guys are far too kind. Oh my god, God level over there. Thank you so much. Family, whether you're at the job in an office on the road in them streets wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeffers Moody show with DJ Natravello on Beatbreakradiofm.com. For my iPhone and iPad users, please download the free Beatbreak 87 FM app for your iOS device. It is in your app store Uh, Yeah, Android, y'all know what's up Y'all do beatbreakradiofm.com right now Got the app coming Contact me on Instagram at the Jeffers Moody Show Or you can text me your comments and or questions To 678-386-5331 If you want to shout out Naturel, Hit her on Instagram at DJ Naturelle with an E That's N A T U R E L. Family, I'll be your pilot for this three-hour flight So kick back, relax if you can Even if you cannot I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day I am here to get you through the grind Special shout-out to all my drivers out there How y'all doing? M.N. Kunze said, Big Rudy, what up? I forgot our female driver I forgot her name What up, queen? Y'all keep the show moving You listen to Jeffers Moody while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Y'all hear my bell? (laughs) A lot of people do it not like this. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeffers Moody show. Whether you are in the gym, in the house, wherever you are. If you are listening, I thank you. Now family. I really don't know how this show is going to turn out. But with that being said, I never know how any show is going to turn out. Because while I do have a kind of plan, I'm a random kind of guy. In fact, today, I'm trying to fill two hours of talking. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to get it done somehow, right? We'll see. Ain't no telling with me. Now, before I get in today's show, I want I want to talk to y'all about my urine and a Confederate flag. All our new listeners, what up? What you're hearing is not an accident, it's not a test run. It is what it is. This is the 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 the, the, the illest internet radio flight that's going through the friendly internet radio skies. It's a legendary podcaster that not a lot of people know is legendary. How about that? kind of weirdo shit is that right hmm you gonna know in 2021 though and a lot of times when you see the titles to my show like my urine in the confederate flag it's usually something i'm talking about in the opening rundown when i'm just telling y'all what we're doing like this is the rundown right here this segment one the title usually comes from something I got to say in segment one. Just trying to fill the family in, you know, to get more familiar with me. I to talk to you all about my urine in the Confederate flag. So uh, I had to go pick baby Moody up from school. a four hour drive, you know. But her school isn't that far from my mother earth. It's not that far from my mama, from the queen, from the soil, you know what I mean? It's about an hour away. So whenever I can, if Mrs. Moody and I are headed to uh to to see baby Moody or something the new plan is to always leave a day early if we can or something or at least go see mom because she's only 60 minutes away and if you're just going to be 60 minutes away from your mama and don't see her you're just a piece of shit ring the bell i mean you know you know if you got time to see her and you don't my mom is one of my best friends if not my best friend period So I go see mom the day before I'm going to get baby Moody and I hang out with mom and dad, you know, in the South. Do a couple of things, run a couple of errands. This woman has been running for me all her life. There's nothing I won't do for her. So I do a couple of errands, you know, like son's supposed to do. Do a couple of things around the house that's needed, you know. And then the next day I get up, say, mama, I love you. Got to get in the car. Got to go get, got to go get your granddaughter. We're going to head back to GA. All right. So family, there's, there's a route. There's a state route. If it's not 30, I think it's 130 or 330 or something like that. What that is, is it coming out of South Carolina, coming out of the low country. It takes you into the bottom of Georgia. Right, so this state route, it, you come from out of the low country and you you hit the ass of Georgia. Going south. I've went through there since baby. I went through there 3 times in my life that I can remember. Two times I used the restroom, one time I drove by because I didn't know it was a restroom. I thought the rest area was kind of like an outhouse. Y'all know how like, y'all know how like rest areas now are kind of modern, right? They're modern. And like when you drive by this particular rest, rest area coming out of the low country, coming into Georgia, the ass of Georgia, if it didn't say rest area, you wouldn't think it was a rest area really strikes me as a place where a young, virile buck such as myself could disappear. (laughs) Y'all with me? Hold on, hold on. I got pee bad, man. I got pee. And uh, I've traveled the country. I've been all around the place, period and I've been to a lot of confederate baths. I've been to a lot of racist places and went to the bathroom there. I gotta pee. I'd rather pee in a Klan bathroom than pee on myself. Kind of way I look at it. Now there's nothing about this place that really screams confederate or Klan. It's just a, y'all ever been someplace where it's just like a feeling? It's just something you feel. The first time I stopped there, I was with the family. And when I'm with Mrs. Moody and baby Moody, my, high, my my security senses are alarmed. So I made it really quick, and there were other people out there, but I made it very quick. Parked my car strategically, something is just something about that place. I mean, geez, when you go to the bathroom, the, the bathroom is literally like in the woods. All right, so I'm by myself now. And I'm a little unhinged, and I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, off the chain, and I'm not all there, as people say, and 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 so I don't be giving a fuck. So I got pee. I pull into this rest area. There's an RV over in the distance. There's a blue car about 15 feet away from me, and that's it. There seems to be nobody in the actual rest area And you gotta walk past that to go to the bathroom So I walk past that to go to the bathroom And when I turn the corner There's an older white guy I'm gonna say he's probably about 65, 66 He's leaning up against the wall Got his foot up against the wall Never really lifts his head up And he goes Hey, how you doing there, man? I said, I'm alright How you doing? I'm all right. I said, okay, I might have to kill this motherfucker. Yeah, man, this strike me as one of them places, man. So I go in the bathroom, got my alert on now. One hand on the BBC. I didn't have my shit on me. I I, would have been caught lacking, right? I had my shit on me. But if that door had a crack, I was gonna bum rush. Me and the BBC. Anyway, when I go in the bathroom, there's another white man in there and he's peeing. He don't say nothing to me. And when I come in the bathroom, he don't have a face mask on because he's probably a Trump supporter because they're fucking nasty. And he, and he, you know, I got my face mask on. And when I come in, he he, he pee zips up, and he walks out. No hand wash, no nothing. I said, okay, see, this is the, the, the places where, do y'all remember that movie, The Hills Have Eyes? Or do y'all remember Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It's that kind of rest stop. Still, I gotta pee. It's only us out there. I don't know what, what's up. I gotta pee though. Keep my eye on the door, I drain the snake. I flush because I'm not a Trump supporter and I'm uh, and I and I'm a you know decent human being. I wash my hands, I let the water get warm. i I, I put the soap on my hand, I wash my hands for about twenty or thirty seconds. I didn't dry my hands with anything in there. I usually wipe my hand on my clothes, or if I usually carry a little towel in one of my pockets, cause I don't like touching shit after I wash my hands. So I push my way out of the door, but I crack it to see where they are. So like when I crack it, the older white guy that I saw first is not there anymore. I'm like, are they behind the door? Peek my head around the door. They're not there. Right. Open this. The RV is still there. I come around the corner The blue car is still there I don't see them I get in the car I look around I reach for my shit And I realize I think they're in the RV Now are they Are they In the RV scheming on me? Probably not I don't know So I leave No problem No problem there I leave right? About three minutes after I leave I'm rolling And 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 behind me Up pops a patrol car That's some real shit Motherfucker follows me For about four to seven miles Speed limit is 55 Now if you know me You know 55 to me means 75 But I'm not gonna lie Because of the Because of the fucking Atmosphere, that little tiny stretch there—it feels like a clan. It feels like a Mississippi burning thing. So, about three miles into the trip, to my left, I roll by a big-ass wavery Confederate flag. And then, when you look under the flag, there's a big white sign. I am not lying to y'all. In fact, I'll provide evidence next time. It says join the confederate Nah man I'm not lying I don't lie on my shows eh, well, I'm not, I, might. I don't lie about nothing that's real I might, might, might exaggerate the truth to, You know for, for comedy effect I thought about pulling over and taking a flag of the Confederate shit in the fucking white. It was a white wood sign with black lettering. I'm promising y'all, anybody that know what 301 is or 30 or whatever that is, you know what I'm talking about. Coming out of Low Country in South Carolina, entering into Georgia, there's the there's the Klan uncomfortable rest area in about two three miles up the road. It's a fucking Confederate flag with a wood sign that says the confederacy fucking cop is behind me I ain't gonna lie to y'all He got me shook speed limit 55 you know legally by law an officer could put you over doing 6667 I was already doing 68 when he got behind me So I decided not to insult him and I decided to keep doing 68. He's going to pull me over. He's going to pull me over. Some ain't feel right. About five to seven miles into the trip, he pulls just off. He doesn't pull off into a street or he just pulls off to the side of the road that means he was following me now was he running my place probably but that's his job i am not concerned with that but 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 no no issue with him and i thought about it and it hit me This is the feeling of almost every black man, woman, and even child nowadays in this America. It's always been that way. There was a time in our history in America in the 40s or 50s or whatever, 60s, whatever, where I couldn't have stopped at that restroom and used it. There was a time that if they realized it was a black person driving through their town, I could have been dragged out my car and lynched for the color of my skin. I thought about the frailty of who we are. Y'all listening? If you knew my openings is is like somebody else's full show. We gotta do something to not feel this way. We gotta keep at it. We stay too separated. I wasn't breaking no laws. I was going about 13 miles over, over the, over the limit, but that ain't nothing to, you know, and into his credit, he pulled off. It ain't like he lighted me and harassed me, but it's down there where they got the flag and joined the Confederate and the Confederates hated America. They were enemies to America. The Confederates are big Trump supporters right now. Trump is an enemy to America. I'm going to talk about it in Jim news. He's a motherfucker that let 200,000 Americans die from something he knew was lethal and he didn't give a fuck because he didn't want to affect his standing on the stock market and fuck the stock market's not even really the economy if you know you know anyway I thought about it that flag must have been about 100 feet up in the air and if I had magical wood And if I could shoot piss 100 feet in the air, I would have pulled over. I would have aimed my BBC up towards that flag. And I would have soaked it down with my urine. Because we don't got no place for hatred in this society. We got to get them out of here. When when I do gym News, I'm going to tell y'all why we fucking up so bad. I'm going to tell y'all you why you're about to get this motherfucker four more years. We'll talk about it then. But I felt how a lot of you feel when you stop certain places, when you go certain places, when law enforcement gets behind you and you know you haven't done anything. That feeling, I had a little bit of that feeling, not a lot of it because I'm kind of off the, the rocker. And I'm not really afraid of a lot of shit, but I had that feeling. And those that are not familiar with it and those that are motherfucking, be that, that benefit from this system of white supremacy and from the system of police brutality and from this system of white power, they don't understand it, they don't go through it, so they just tell us to get over it like it don't exist. But there's a feeling. That makes you want to piss on that flag. And man, if I ever get a chance, before I pass, unless it's suddenly, I'ma piss on that flag. Ring the bell for my urine. My urine is pissed all over the country. I pissed in some places where we thought we was about to get lynched. I done pissed in West Virginia I done pissed in spots in California. I done pissed in spots in Florida where it was nothing out there but goddamn militia type motherfuckers looking at us when we stopped. We've been in restaurants where we couldn't get served in the 80s and 90s. Huh. It's, a long opening, but it's a long opening today, but y'all gotta know how we feel. That's how black man and woman feel. Now our children are traumatized. That's how they feel if they notice the cop is behind us. Talk to y'all more about that in gym news, but if I ever get a chance, I'ma piss on that flag. Well, Here's what we have for you on today's The Jeff Is Moody Show. Uh, you know, in between people laughing, crying, and going through all the roller coaster emotions that The gym Show provides, uh, we have to remember that this is, in fact, a talk, news, and music show that actually goes heavy on the news portion think of it y'all we do all types of news but mostly serious news with gym news we do asinine and funny news and head scratching news on dumb shit smack fire old today and usually the world's most trifling and polar opposite of trifling a lot of those stories even humans versus wild animals those are actually news stories right and so um, of course we have other types of segments but let's not forget that at the core as raw and insane as the stories are in the way that I deliver them we are a heavy news show 85 at least percent of the time. This week is no different as we have for you today gym news. We have dumb shit smack the fire all today news. Fam I'm going to read the feedback that I got uh, When two weeks ago I broke out a new Segment called let me ask y'all a question uh, Today I'm going to tell y'all why Young teens shouldn't be having sex I'm going to tell y'all about the day I lost my Virginity at 13 then I'm going to tell Y'all the day I got hooked on sex At 17 stay tuned for that We got the FB post of the week for y'all today We have humans versus wild animals that kill For y'all today of course as you all Know by now I do not get into the meat of A show until I give y'all that what That's right fam moody motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great and today i'm going to talk to you about being in love in the middle of chaos Uh, i don't think i'm going to do a world's most trifling today but we do have the polar opposite of trifling for y'all today then from five o'clock or so till 6 p.m we have the atl traffic mix with dj natural all that and more for you today fam it's a packed show as usual so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dog season is in full effect moody motivation is up next y'all it's a Jeff is Moody show on beatbreakradiofm.com. I'm going to piss on that flag before I leave here. We'll be right back. Moody Motivation up next.
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody.
0: On Beat Break 87.
2: And on the iHeartRadio app under BeatBreak87FM. Tune your radio. Tune in now. You can tune into this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, Nokia, Samsung, Windows phones, or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy from over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at tunein.com or your app store.
0: Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on bbreakradiofm.com. And of course, I am Jeff is Moody and family. It's time for a little bit of Moody Motivation. Young Sean, I feel like my, uh, I feel like my levels were a little mono in the opening segment, right? They didn't sound as thick as they usually do. It sound good, but not as thick, all right? Whatever. Whatever. Let's just make sure we get that right. Family, I want to talk to y'all really quickly about love in the middle of chaos. You know, here we are in these chaotic times. We're in a global pandemic. We have a president that literally has been recorded basically admitting to be an enemy of the country that he oversees. Unemployment is crazy. Racial disparity is crazy. The divide is crazy. And we can get so caught up in all of this that we forget just to to love, just to remember that we have to live life. The human condition is something we've always overcome, right? Human beings typically will always are very resilient, It's just that the longer that we exist, it's it's, it's the more savage that we get, right? We lose our humanity and we lose our empathy and we lose our, we're, we're, we're no longer sympathetic to people and things. We're desensitized to everything and it becomes a dog eat dog world. Well, let me tell you something that I saw the other day when I was walking in a new park. Typically, I walk in three uh, different parks. They all offer me different challenges as far as you know um, uh, the, um, the, the, the 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 size of the park, uh, the inclines, the declines, of the, you know whatever. They all offer me different challenges. However, I had been drive driving by a park for quite a while, and I decided to try that the other day. It was a very nice park, scenic, eh, not too crazy about it like my my home parks, but. As I'm walking, I come around a corner and I am behind an interracial couple. I am behind a black man and a white woman. And they are walking at a great pace, but they're having a the time of their lives. They're holding each other's hands. They're la- well, you know not the whole time, but they're just grabbing hands and playing with each other and he reaches back and gives a playful slap on the booty and she gives them a kiss on the cheek and they're just laughing and cutting up and joking and showing each other each other's whatever they got on their cell phones who knows right TikTok whatever the case is I thought that was beautiful Um, but one thing that I noticed in this particular part that I don't really see in the other parts because I see interracial couples all over the place There were three instances where I saw it was a older white couple that walked by them and they were kind of loud, but not belligerent. They were kind of out in the park having fun loud, not bothering anybody. So a white couple walked by them in in the in the white guy, the disdain that he had in his eyes looking at this woman looking at them, it was evident what was on his mind to me. Like I said, they were of a volume, but it's not enough volume to be bothering there. They was at the same volume as everybody in the park that, that walks in groups. Really funny. I saw a guy run past them. He was a white guy. He ran past them and he looked back around. Now, the now the woman was drop dead gorgeous. He might have just been looking because she was gorgeous like that. I don't know. She was drop dead Gorgeous. Body, body, crazy. You know, no disrespect, no disrespect to King, to King woman. I don't mean it like that, but she was physically very attractive. And so he turned around and he looked at them and he kept kind of kept running. He looked irritated, but I might have misread that. I might have misread him. I think he was turning around because she was so goddamn fine. I could have misread him. I'm going to be honest, okay? I rang the bell on Moody Motivation. Let's go. The third group was three black women. And as they were walking in the opposite direction of them, if you could see their, their faces, it was like they were devastated. And they were talking, and you can hear them from a distance, too. They were having fun and talking and talking. But when they got past this couple, they all kind of hushed and saw their eyes zoom in the space. And one chick tapped the other chick and they said something to each other. And two of them shook their heads and the other one just kept walking. I didn't hear what they said, because if I did, I would tell you. I started thinking about something. I don't curse on moody motivation typically, but but I started thinking about something. I was like, what in the hell do you care so much about this couple? for? They're in love in the middle of chaos. Nothing matters to them but each other. Now, if you're in love or you're happy, then other people's happiness doesn't bother you. It's kind of like I'm kind of in shape, right? I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not like a hard body. It's not like, a, no, I'm not a sex symbol by any stretch, but uh, it's, like, it's like a muscle-bound couple offending me or like an overweight couple offending me because they're overweight. It's not my business. I'm happy with Mrs. Moody, so I'm happy with her. When I'm with her, I don't really give a fuck about anybody else. Why do you? You got to learn to find love in the middle of chaos. Doesn't necessarily have to be a, a relationship. It could be, it could be the love of your job, the love of your craft. You may be a painter, you may be an artist, you may be a construction person, Maybe a do-it-yourself person. The love of volunteering, the love of the Lord, whatever your love, the love of whatever you do, you gotta find a way to protect your sanity in the middle of chaos. I looked at that couple. I wanted to catch up to them and tell them how beautiful they look. Drop dead, gorgeous woman. Very good looking guy, too. Good looking couple. I don't know if they have kids or anything like that hope they do because that will be some pretty babies right there listen this stage of my life i'm not worried about the color of people that are in love i'm impressed by the love that they're in my sister deborah i love her so much it's i can't explain it she's my only biological sibling And in the middle of all this chaos, she gets away and she escapes with her camera. She's a photographer. She has another job, but that's not her passion. Her passion is taking pictures. And she takes the most beautiful pictures in the world. And that's her release from this insanity. You got to find love in the middle of chaos. I think about my family that I'm blessed to be. So when Jita Clan stand up. G love. We've been going elbow love lately, but G love. And I think about how many of them literally love the Lord in their way. And in these crazy times, they... They they find their release and they find their therapeutic, their therapy is within the love of God and it's not that fake Christian thing they love. They don't judge. they, They love everyone. They treat everyone in the way that the book tells them to, that the teachings tell them to. And that is their love in the middle of chaos. Family, find some love in the middle of the chaos lord knows i got minds one of them is what i'm doing right now the jeffers moody show mrs moody love in the chaos besides her family is walking big up regina it's my wife roadie right there that's their love in the middle of chaos you got to find that what up miss moody What's up? Oh, oh, regina ring the bell shit I know it's moody motivation. I typically don't curse, but I mean what I mean. I say what I said. Family learn. These are hard times, they may get rougher, but you need to find what motivates you, what moves you, what keeps you sane, what motivates you, what inspires you and fall in love with it and with everything going around. It doesn't mean to be desensitized and not aware of what's going on around you. It just means that to keep your foundation, to keep your stability, please find something to love in the middle of chaos. Because it's the only way you survive. Moody motivation, y'all. Sorry about the curses this week, but I said what I said. Sometimes you gotta be profound by being profane. I didn't make that up. I heard someone greater than me say it. Just don't know who it was. We'll be back with Jim News. Find love in the middle of chaos, y'all.
1: You're listening to Jeff is Moody.
0: On Beat Break 87. Previously on the The B-Brain Show, we have the one and
3: only Rob Wilson in the studio. Rob! Yo, what's up, man? What's good? Hey, man, happy to be here, bro. You have people that come from humble beginnings. They weren't taught... How to manage their money or how to build wealth. What do you say about those that didn't come from that type of environment or that background where they were not able to have access to that kind of information? Just start that process. And once you start that process, there becomes a conversion. The more you save, the less you spend. But you have to start the process because it's hard. I got a baby sister, man. She tell me all the time, bro, I'm going to start saving
2: money when I make some more. (laughs) <laughs> I keep Oh, okay Alright It's the Beat Break Radio Show On BeatBreakRadioFM.com
3: Follow Beat Break 87 FM On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram At Beat Break Radio Radio
0: Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show Young Sean, we got them volumes right I'm telling you, segment one It sounds great for everyone But you know, you know my ear Hopefully you can thick that up a little bit and Whatever, whatever. Sounds good. Let's do gym news. Jeff is Moody Show on uh, Beat Break Radio FM.com. Uh, big up Sean Garvey. What up, Kit? What up, crew? What up, y'all? Let's do the gym news. Hi, family. uh, The Sturgis motorcycle, because I'm going to read one or two stories and I just want to ask you all a question for Jim News, to be honest with you. The Sturgis motorcycle rally linked to two hundred and fifty thousand covid-19 cases. You remember that motorcycle rally they hold every year in South Dakota and a bunch of them majority Trump supporters decided, you know, fuck it all because we can't be inconvenienced you know we tell people to get over slavery and bondage and we don't even know how to social distance social distancing in mass we don't have the fortitude to not to to to, to do that but we tell other people to get over things all the time anyway uh According to a new report by a group of health economists, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally held in South Dakota, held in South Dakota in August, has been linked to 250,000 COVID-19 cases. Family, a quarter million cases from just one event. That's roughly 19 percent of the national cases during this time frame. Using CDC data. And anonymized uh, smartphone data to track foot traffic in and around Sturgis. Economists showed how rally goers caused the spread of COVID 19 cases both locally and in the home counties of those who traveled to the event. States such as Minnesota, Nebraska, Nevada, Washington, Wyoming, Arizona, California, and Colorado saw a 10.7% increase in COVID-19 cases more than three weeks following the opening of the Sturgis rally and about two weeks following the close of the event. The paper noted that the efforts to mitigate the spread of COVID-19 during the rally were largely left to personal responsibility of attendees. And post-opening day media reports suggest that social distancing and mask wearing were quite rare in Sturgis. These are a bunch of selfish, unpatriotic, fake, fake patriot supporters of a president who knew that this would kill them all. And they are responsible for for 250,000 cases of COVID-19 with no idea what the outcome for each one of those quarter million cases will be. You tell me, how is that American? How is that patriotic? Aren't these criminals? Why did Hillary Clinton get in so much trouble for calling them deplorables? That's what they are. They are filthy, disgusting human beings. 250,000 cases of COVID from a bunch of irresponsible fake patriots on their loud fucking Harleys, with 90% of them having underlying conditions because apparently in order to ride a Harley for a vast majority of the population you have to be a fat sloppy piece of shit out of shape motherfucker By the way big up to all my in shape Harley riders I know I get it <laughs> I got you Y'all know I ain't lying though They 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 have potentially set off a quarter million cases of COVID-19 to have a bicycle rally a bike rally Hmm. Louisville announced a 12 million dollar settlement in reforms and and reforms in wake of Brianna Taylor shooting up you know okay I'm going to talk about this next week because I really want to ask y'all a question Brianna's Taylor family got a historic settlement from the city of, uh, of excuse me from um from the state of Louisville. And I'll talk about it next week. I think it's a great start. And there was was a lot of reforms in what they negotiated. They didn't just go for the money. There's a lot of police reform in in that lawsuit. But we still need the cops that killed her to go to jail. (laughs) We still need the criminals to go to jail. The money doesn't bring her back but let me ask y'all something I'll get into that next week I'm scratching the rest of Jim News I want to ask y'all a question really quick with the elections coming up real quick hey black people can I ask you a question are you addicted to are you addicted to us failing because I've been peeping through a lot of y'all bullshit lately Maybe black people have Stockholm syndrome, kind of where they worship the, their captor, like their oppressor, right? <laughs> yeah, Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor. I look at Breonna Taylor and I look at I look at George Floyd and is Floyd, it Floyd George or George Floyd? Sorry about that. I look at all that, but then I see a lot of my people. They, 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 you attack BLM. Why are you attacking a movement? Like, why are you so critical of a movement that's getting? Re- do you know what the Brianna? Do you know what the result of a lot of this, th- this, this settlement with Louisville and Brianna Taylor? It's really BLM. It's really people that got out in the streets. No matter how you, whether you agree with their politics or not, they're standing up for something and I find us always having a problem with us when Hillary ran and I do believe that Hillary threw the election because I think she's a piece of shit I think Hillary is down with Trump I think she's just as much down with Trump as Kanye was no seasoned politician of her pedigree would run such a shitty campaign But we're looking at a president that says, hey, you know, in a a height of race retention, he's going to eliminate sensitivity training in corporate America and in the police force. He says that sensitivity training for police towards or or discrimination, that is un-American. And and you niggas are sitting there and you're co-signing this shit. They say 13% of educated black males support Donald Trump. Tell me why. It can't be the economy. He's riding off Obama's way. We all know that, right? And if you were really about the economy, you would have been about Barack. Then you would have been about the person that was that was that was healing the economy, not the guy that got that got it gifted to him. And to his credit, he didn't destroy it. It's destroyed now. Remember, this is a president that doesn't understand that doesn't know that mail-in balloting and and absentee balloting are the same shit voted in voting and an absentee the same exact fucking thing it's a fucking idiot right here why are we so against our own interests? when I listen to my smart dumb niggas talk I'm always looking at y'all and I'm always I listen to the shit y'all be talking about Yeah, brother, we got to build our own economics and our own And there's not. you're right, you're actually right about that, but the thing about it is, can we walk and chew gum at the same time? You mean to tell me that black people can't put together their own economy, and their own country, and their own existence? You mean to tell me that we can't do all that, while at the same time, we make sure that an open white supremacist doesn't get another four years to fuck us over? I'm on that today. Ring the bell. Play that Dilla. And that was Jim News. why are black people so dedicated why is so many of not all of us i mean why why is there such a a huge contingent of us that's not gonna vote that's talking about i'm tired of picking the, the the lesser of two evils you think joe biden would really have us in this situation right now you think Kamala harris or hillary clinton or bill clinton as evil as motherfuckers could be you think we would really be here you think we'd be here? Do you guys not understand that there's a race war brewing and you got a president of the United States that's co-signing it and you're co-signing him when you don't vote? It's a co-sign. You can build your nation and you can handle the business in front of you at the same fucking time. Fuck y'all. You do both at the same time all my kufi head wrap incense burning niggas and woke sisters what up all my smart dumb niggas what up why why, why is this country historically fought so hard to keep you from voting and you, you don't vote Why are they, if, if it doesn't matter, why are they ripping mailboxes out of the ground? Why are they doing voter suppression? Why are they closing down precincts where people can vote? Why are they targeting minority areas for, for you not to be able to vote? And if you do vote, they're going to make it super difficult. Why did they attack the postal service if it just doesn't matter? Because they know that niggas like you. You sit up here talking this fake pseudo-intellectual shit. And you want to start black economics and you want to start black foundation and I'm all with that. I got your back. I'll promote it. I'm with it. I want to move to Wakanda too, nigga. But we here right now and you got to chew gum and you got to walk at the same time. And y'all going to sit home. Y'all gonna get this motherfucker another four years. Just like your absenteeism did in 2016. You motherfuckers. We'll be back with Dumb Shit News. Jeff is moody. Fuck
1: y'all. You're listening to Jeff is Moody.
0: On Beat Break 87...
4: What's up, everybody? Ryan Vernell, host of The Ryan Show FM, here with a quick PSA. The entire world is coming together for the first time in a long time to stop the spread of COVID 19, aka the coronavirus. And you can do your part too. And it starts with these three steps one, social distancing. Stay away from people at least six feet, especially if you don't know whether or not they're ill. Step two, sanitize your hands. Use soap, hot water, and wash for at least 20 seconds. And step three, wash your ass, goddammit. Look, in all seriousness, thank you to the healthcare workers that are on the front lines fighting this virus. Let's make it easier for all of them out there that are making incredible sacrifices to ensure our health and economic stability. Thanks for listening to this quick PSA. Now let's get back to the reason why you're listening to this radio station in the first place. Good music, great conversation, and a place to escape from all this BS going on outside. Be safe, everybody, and keep on listening.
0: Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show. Hold on, I got a (laughs) cough. No, I'm not smoking. Uh, I don't smoke. I don't pop pills. I don't smoke. You know, every once in a while I get somebody asking me, Sean, what what drugs are you on? You're very passionate and over the top kind of sort of. You you, you kind of seem like you're always on speed. What are you on?" I'm not on anything. I mean, I drink beer and water, right? <clears throat> I swallow down the wrong pipe. Pause. Casino, is that a pause? Yeah, that Jim News segment, you smart dumb niggas, I hate y'all. I hate y'all to death. I don't give a fuck. Y'all ain't got a movement big enough for me to give a fuck about it. As far as, like, getting mad about what I say, I do believe in you guys' movement to get economic power and all that. I do get that. You, you fucking, you, 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 what you're telling me is that you don't even understand the concept of I see people working nine to fives While they save up money to open a business Y'all ever saw that before? No, no, Young Sean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on this one I don't know how the show's gonna turn out Naturell, I hope you get an hour today I don't know what the fuck, we're just gonna go with it No, you, you know, you know, you know, you know Everybody's fine with, with saving up and doing one thing While they're strategizing on the next thing We don't seem to be capable of doing that You're literally telling me that giving Trump four more years is going to benefit you trying to build a black culture. Trump just said he's killing sensitivity training. Trump is going to take, he's trying to take African-American studies out of school. Trump is trying to introduce American history, the, 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 the real America with the three Ks. What the fuck is wrong with you all? You mean to tell me you can't build your nation while you focus on what's at hand? YOU CAN'T GET TO YOUR DESTINATION WITHOUT SPEEDING YO FUCK Y'ALL niggas. YOU TAKE THIS GREAT SHOW, YOU TAKE THIS GREAT LISTENERSHIP Y'ALL CAN SHUT THAT SHIT UP Y'ALL FUCKING ASS IF YOU DON'T UNDERSTAND HOW FUCKING RIDICULOUS YOU SOUND You're trying to equate Biden and Trump. Like, I don't give a fuck if they both two scumbags. You're trying to equate anybody to Donald Trump. Nah, nah, don't worry about dumb shit. I'm here. We'll get the dumb shit. Smack fire all today in a minute. Let me finish. Play the dealer. Y'all niggas like to sit around and do nothing locally. You like to do nothing in your community. It's a bunch of talking motherfuckers. There are some of you that's really about that life, and I salute y'all. See, when you come back to clap at me, just remember, I, I give it up. We're, 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 we're supposed to be giving up. Even if I don't agree with you, I'm going to salute you for what you do right. By the way, I don't give a fuck about no clapbacks, you internet fucking clowns you fucking clowns but you're telling me you can't walk and chew gum you can't you can't fucking start a nation and focus on the country you live in right now and protect yourself and your children and your pensions how many of y'all ready for the race war Huh? Smart dumb niggas, Koofy crowd? How many of y'all ready? Not none of you internet niggas. Only a handful of y'all, and I know most of y'all. Most of y'all yappity yap niggas, you you would you wouldn't know how to load an assault rifle if I gave it to you with instructions. Bitch ass nigga. And you wouldn't know how to defend yourself or rub two sticks together to make a fire if I helped you do it. Bitch ass nigga. Ring the bell for that. That was passionate. <laughs> Let's do dumb shit news. I'm gonna run over. I'm gonna run over. That's what I'm saying, man. This is dumb shit news. Smack the fire all today. What other what other state? Where, where else can I start dumb shit news? Right, besides Florida, right, right. That's the way. You, that's doesn't all dumb shit news really start out of Florida? In Florida, a woman steals a sex toy and then she uses it right in the middle of the store. <laughs> a Florida woman stole a sex toy, then took off all her clothes and started using it while still in the store, according to the Fort Pierce Police Department. Records show employees at the store, which was not identified in an arrest report, called police August 31st to report that the 36-year-old, Teresa Stanley, had stolen a pink sex toy from a shelf, removed it from the packaging, took off her pants, and began using it. Police said that by the time they arrived, Stanley was completely nude and had moved to the stockroom area. To continue using the item. You know, she's getting hot, you, you know, and heated. She stopped using the item and dropped it to the ground when an officer walked in the room according to the affidavit. Records show that the value of the stolen item was $45.98. She was arrested on charges of indecent ed- exposure and Now, you know we're going to smack the fire old to see But, <laughs> I got to tell you, as a person that owns sex toys and as a person that loves using sex toys on my queen and and we have fun, she doesn't use any on me because we don't work that way, you know (laughs) Yeah, watch that shit nowadays you know what I'm saying you know what I mean a lot of guys out here you know, taking the strap on for the sake of of, uh, you know freedom of sexuality we don't do that over here in the moody household it's a one-way street Miss <laughs> <laughs> moody i love you baby you got to let these niggas know sometime man what the fuck you know because some guys is, some guys is getting it you know what i mean i don't know no no, no. But i gotta tell y'all something i'm not really too mad at this lady this is a lady that was obviously like super fucking horny like even in even in the even in the even in the story, they don't mention that she was on drugs or she was drunk or anything. She just was fucking horny. And I gotta tell y'all something: a sex toy that costs about forty-five dollars—that's a good sex toy. Because you can get your willies off with a nine-dollar sex toy. We got expensive sex toys and we got cheap te- sex toys. It's kind of funny because we seem to get a lot of pleasure from the cheaper ones. Smack the fire altar, she. Yes, d- d- Cover your ears. Too late. Cover, drink Kool-Aid. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not mad at her. I, I'm just, you know, she got got the sex toy and busted up out in the middle of the store. Smack, smack the fire alter she. Most people that so- shop at sex stores would not have been offended by that. Would have been kind of not, maybe not turned them on, but they would have been like, okay, well, this is, you know. Big up the Starship. Talking to some people from Starship about a sponsorship, but yup, that's 2021. Just remember I told y'all today. Moving right along. <laughs> I'm just saying. Smack the fire, all the shit woman who cut off her hand for $1 million in insurance is found guilty of fraud. Jalija Adeslik, 22, from Labujana Slovenia, <laughs> I know I fucked that up, was found guilty of fraud after she and her boyfriend allegedly hatched a plan to cut off her hand for $1.6 million in insurance payouts. Adelzik took out five insurance policies the year before cutting off her hand which she claims happened while she was cutting branches. The court found that she and her boyfriend had intentionally left the severed hand behind rather than bringing it with them to ensure Odelzik was permanently disabled and able to receive the insurance money. However, authorities recovered Adelzik's hand after police became suspicious and the surgeons were able to sew it back on. I'm not making this up. Prosecutors claim Adelzik and her boyfriend, Sebastian Abramoff, carefully planned the scam. And planned the scam. <laughs> As it, yeah, Uncle JC, Mrs. Moody, uh, 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 Tanya P, Caliborn, whatever. Shut up. I'm kind of in my feelings today. As it was revealed that Abramoff researched how prosthetic hands worked just days before the lady's hand was cut off. She protested her innocence in court, stating, No one wants to be crippled. My youth has been destroyed. I lost my hand at the age of 20. Only I know how it happened. Ultimately, Adlazek was sentenced to two years in prison, while Abramoff was sentenced to three years. Can I ask y'all a question? How is the woman that cut her hand off get less time than the boyfriend that allowed her stupid ass to cut her hand off? Smack the fire all today. Smack the fire all today. Yo, now you're doing jail time. You're not getting your money, and you have a pres- you got your hands sewed back on. You're fucked for the rest of your life on that side. Smack the fire all to you. For $1.6 million, I wouldn't cut my hand off for uh a billion dollars. Fuck that. Smack the fire all today. I know you're unshawn. We gotta get out of here. Can I can I can I give y'all one of my favorite Smack the Fire's out Ulta? Because I'm skipping a bunch of stuff. Can I can I go to one of the world's greatest raccoons ever, Terry Crews? Terry Crews says you aren't officially black and successful until you get called a coon. Now, you know, sometimes there's some truth to that. If it wasn't coming from a raccoon, such a high level raccoon, such as Terry Crews, the Chicagoan caused a stir by comparing itself to Nat Turner, demanding an apology from Drake and J. Cole, as well as claiming he won't release any new music until his Sony deal expires. Kanye, nobody gives a fuck if you release music anymore except for weirdos just like you. Fuck you. Cancel culture my ass. Fuck that. You're just an idiot. New listeners, how y'all doing? Y'all like this? No? All right. Moving right along. Among the many reactions Ye's tweets garnered, he was called many variations of Kuhn by scores of Twitter users. This prompted the polarizing Terry Crews to weigh in. Following Kanye's tweet, which read, I have the utmost respect for my brothers. We need to link and respect each other. No dissing each other on labels we don't own. The tweet got one user to reply, incoming black Twitter calling you the C word, just like they did with Terry Crews. This elicited a response from Crews, which read, you are not officially black and successful until they do. Now, Terry Crews, let me say this. You are a major raccoon. You're the big buff, damn near green mile looking Negro that allowed a man to fondle your balls in front of your wife. You 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 suck the nipple of the Me Too movement even when the Me Too movement abandons black women and people like that. You're a super raccoon. Now you are a super raccoon. Kind of funny though, Terry. You say you're not successful until people call you a cone, right? Y'all you know sure play that dilla. Play that play the dealer. Let's see. I want to Terry Terry raccoon. I will beat you and call you a raccoon. See everybody knows that about me. Terry did not meet you anyway. That little titty popping you be doing a little titty popping raccoon look raccoon. Let me name to you some uh, successful black people that their people haven't called coons. Hmm. Just want to debunk you really, really quickly, raccoon. You big buff getting your cot grabbed in front of your wife, raccoon. Hmm. As far as I know, the masses of black people have never called Denzel Washington, James Earl Jones, the Obamas. They called Obama a little coony at times, I guess. Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Patti LaBelle, Gladys Knight, uh, Sidney Poitier, Angela Bassett, Michael Jackson, Prince, the Isleys, D.L. Hughley, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, uh, smoky robinson chadwick boseman rest in peace uh, morgan freeman or 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 don cheeto they've never been called coons you have because you're a raccoon you see sometimes terry you don't have to be successful to be called a coon you just have to be a fucking coon (sighs) that was dumb shit news smack the fire old tahi Gary Cruz, get the fuck out of here, man. Get out of here, B. Ah, yeah, black people. You know, I just talked about how we can't get it together. But no, it's not being black and successful that they call you a coon sometimes. Sometimes a raccoon is just a raccoon. Sean Garvey, have I exceeded my my usage of the coon word on B-Break 87 FM? I'm sorry about that, but I'm just reading off a story. Can't hold me responsible for that. Smack the fire out of the heat. Smack the fire out of the chick and the dude That cut off the hand to get 1.6 million dollars And smack the fire out of the lady That used a sex toy in the middle of the sex store Although I'm not mad at her We'll be right back with the answers to let me ask y'all a question. It's something I did two weeks ago, and I got some feedback for it. It's the Jeff is Moody Show, beatbreakradiofm.com. You're
1: listening to Jeff is Moody
0: on Beatbreak 87. Previously on the Beatbreak Morning Show.
3: Comedian do Brown, ground, ladies and gentlemen. It's already in the building.
2: <laughs> I do it all. Def comedy jam. P Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy.
3: What else can you do? What
2: else can I do?
3: Aren't you? Aren't I? What?
2: Just spit it out. A minister. I'm an ordained minister. Yes. Awesome. I, awesome, I did not know that. Awesome. Yeah,
3: yes. Wow. Because I was looking at, <laughs> I went online, I looked at one of the videos, and it was uh, a woman who was kind of half naked, and she was up on you mm-hmm. and stuff. And so with Lily pointing out that you are a minister, right. I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, how current was that video? How recent uh, was that
2: video? That's that's my most recent video. <laughs> 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 Fred, Fred. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> won't it do it the best part of waking up isn't Folgers it's the Beat Break Morning Show start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com
3: follow Beatbreak 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio.
0: welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show family how y'all doing y'all alright um As people under uh 40 say, sometimes I'd be lit. <laughs> Did that not just sound ridiculous coming out of my mouth, fam? Sometimes I'm lit. Hey, you know, if you, hey, hey, if, you, if you're used to the show, then you know what this is. If you're if you're new to it, then yeah, I just go, you know, it's you know, you know, hey, 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 I go with emotion. <laughs> That's why I got the most raggedy hot brand going on. That's getting ready to be hotter in 2021 is when I t- get all this shit. Okay. <laughs> now nah, I'm not, I don't have a, you know, kind of all over the place, you know, it's organized confusion. Uh young Sean. I gotta, I gotta give props to the motherfucking family. So let's just read these answers from this, uh, segment I did two weeks ago. I think it was episode 81 and and you remember we did the new segment and it, it was to it, it was called let me ask y'all a question so i just asked uh random questions and i just asked the family to hit me up 678 8, 6, 3, 3, or the jeff is moody show on instagram or the jeff is moody show on fb i'm getting ready to leave fb though um and just give me answers. And I didn't get a lot of them, but, but I mean, my, my riders are my riders, you know. So I think I got, I got some new stuff, too. I got some newbies. I got some newbies. So the first question I asked family was, when is the time to kick your kid out of the house? Now, I asked this question based off. Uh, It was an article that that said was a research thing that says more than 50 percent of 18 to 29 year olds live with their parents. And that is the most since the 1930s. So my answer was basically my child could stay with me probably up into her mid 20s or even higher as long as she has a true, valid ambition. And she is about her business. She's not taking advantage of the, the situation where she can stay someplace rent free. We want her to be able to save. We want her to be able to focus. She's in school for medicine. So God knows how long she'll live with us before we kick her the fuck out. So my thing was, I didn't. as long as you're doing your thing, I'm cool with that. Okay. So here's some of the answers for the fam. I want to ring the bell for each and every one of my fam. Let me tell you something people break their neck to get feedback i just ask y'all to do it if y'all motherfuckers don't do it i don't care and if you do i appreciate it see how easy that is so queen cali born d said she said king i don't have kids so i'm so i'm only unqualified and opinionated here but i say 18 to 20 if you're bullshitting with your life but not causing me grief 18 if you're causing me grief so you gotta get the fuck out of 18 if you're causing cali grief And maybe up to 25 if you're all about that education and entrepreneurial life and you need time to stack up the bag and get your shit together. Love you. Love you back, Callie. Ring the bell for Callie. Callie, that's pretty, that's, that's decent. Corey Black said, school or no school, as long as you're not giving me trouble, I got you till 22 years because that's the age I kick my little niggas out. Corey, 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 yo fam, when you gonna do another phone check? Them joints with your boys are fire, 100 word. Casino, you hear that? Cousin Ed, you hear that? Nah, we got, we got, we got something better than random phone checks coming up. Corey, chill, got you, got you, son. Corey, that's kick your kids out at 22. You got two children, right? Hit me up and let me know. Okay. That's a good answer. Okay, Dayus, D A Y U S from the four zero four area code said the age is eighteen. Because if you're under my roof, you're going to college, and that was that was the flat answer. All right, Dayus. Tim on Instagram said the age is thirty. He just said thirty. In Queen Sanita who's new as far as I know said real truth I don't have an age because I don't have kids I prefer my potential babies to get shot on my stomach, face and breast rather than in my uterus I prefer my potential babies to get shot on my stomach, face, and breast rather than in my uterus. Uh Sunita Ring the Bell. <laughs> a fucking bell man you're the real MVP you're the real fucking MVP she also asked me uh, to post some more skin flicks on IG she says I got that thing thing going on and that's all she said you know I've had a lot of answers over my career as a, a podcaster and an internet radio guy and this is probably one of the best I mean she 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 said real truth. She doesn't have an age because she her babies. She don't want them up in her. She want them on her. And what guy is going to be mad about that?
5: I'm not mad.
0: I'm so, I'm so not mad at that. Ladies, are y'all mad at that? Y'all can't be mad at that unless y'all hating. Sunita, you the real MVP. Uh, I love my listening family, boy. Hmm. All right. So, so, so listen. Then two weeks ago, I asked this question and then we're going to get out of here. I asked how on earth are men seriously mad at the Cardi B and Meg Stallion chick for making the WAP song and video? And I, I said, seriously, fellas, isn't that a little hypocritical? Now, I haven't listened to the whole song. I did watch it. Now Casino Your Ass is on blast. This motherfucker, my fucking baby brother is the one that put me onto this shit. I watched most of the video, and I listened to most of the song. Would never listen or watch the shit again. Didn't find any entertainment or anything in it. But I wasn't mad at them, though. So I asked why are the guys mad at that? And, and, and danger, danger said fuck both of them talentless bitches haven't heard the whole song and have no interest in it guys do it why can't they all right tanya p what up queen tanya p said i thought men wanted wap why can't why can a guy say he wants wap on his record but a woman can't i don't listen to either one of those young ladies but i did after your show not my flavor but the hypocrisy is deafening leave them two females alone if you don't like it don't listen Uh, Tanya, I'm with you. Callie Bourne D said the old school rapper Akinelli made a song about putting his dick in women's mouths and y'all ate that shit up. So I'm not even trying to hear that bullshit. Fuck out of here. And she put three laughing emojis. Yo, I got to tell y'all, that's how I feel. Also, Calvin said, dog, you out here promoting a fuckery? Not you, Jeff. Women's supposed to do queen shit. Not pander to the exploitative mindset and design of the oppressor. Women are not men. Hold your status and stop trying to do everything men do. As Donald Trump says, it's like a room talk. I hate Donald Trump, but he has a point there with his pussy grabbing ass. Boys will be boys. Women need to embrace their vagina and stop trying to be the opposite. Gen- oh, stop trying to be in the opposite genders club. Peace and stay out the gutter, fam. That's not your walk, big dog. Calvin, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I I understand what maybe you're trying to say. If you you could have just said I'm a male chauvinist and that would have worked for me. You know what, Calvin? And with all love, not with any kind of disrespect to speak of, I'm going to have you on a phone chat. Because... If the women do shit, do whop, and they're, they're they're pandering to the exploitive mindset uh, of the oppressor, as you say, how are the guys not ex- doing the same thing? I love you, King. We're going to have you on. Yo, that was the answer to the feedback. We'll be right back with FB Post of the Week on the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff
1: is Moody
0: on beatbreak eighty seven. D- 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 WBS, 87 FM, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show.
3: <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the h- up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell. Come
0: on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break, 87 FM, where music and talk radio live On week one. Communication station.
2: You are you, listening. listening to Reach One Network. It's, it's everything, everything podcast. podcast, a subsidiary of Beatbreak87 FM and a Reach One Communications Station. Listen live on BeatbreakRadiofm.com and ReachOneNetwork.com.
0: Family, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Uh Young Sean, guess what? We can't do FB post of the week this week. Long story, can't do it. So what? I tell you what. What we're gonna do? We will do FB post this. Yo, this FB post of the week this week is so blazing. I, I can't dump it, right? So we'll we'll use it next week. So fam, no FB post of the week. Chill. We got y'all. Let's do. Let me talk to the people about uh, about why teenagers shouldn't be having sex, man. Y'all, you know Sean, we can't do it. I just looked at it. We can't do it. Not even time wise. All right. So let's get into. Um, the reason that teenagers shouldn't be having sex man i want to talk to y'all about when i lost my virginity at 13 and then i want to talk to y'all about when i became addicted to sex at 17 so let me give you my let me give you my 13 year old virginity story all right now if you If you've been listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on on my next door neighbor radio and and, and, and Indian radio and all that stuff years ago you already know what time it is but let me give it to y'all again. So I lost my virginity when I was uh, 13 years old. And I lost my virginity to what a lot of people would call a fast girl. Now, you know Hey, whatever. You know, she, I was 13. She was just right up over 13 in a couple of days. But there were dudes from college that she was already sleeping. She was already sleeping with like college and um high school guys. And that's actually rape, I think, to a certain degree, right? Yo, I'm going to tell you, all man, back in the day, there was a lot of statutory rape going on that everybody just allowed. Seriously. No, we're going to get them on FB Post of the Week. We got it next week. Don't worry about it. Keep moving, y'all. Keep moving, niggas. Shit, play that deal. Yo, Sean, I don't know if you're going to have to cover your ears a little bit for this. So her name was Chantel. Last name, not necessary, because that would be kind of tacky and whack. My name was Chantel. Let me tell y'all something, man. we in the same eighth grade class. Oh, we was in, in the same middle school period. Is it middle school in New York or public school? I don't know. And I was a... I was a rather... put-together young guy. You know, when, when I was young, I... Always had a nice body until uh, 2000. And, um,
5: 2000.
0: <laughs> I was talking to Miss Moody. Mrs. Moody is always telling me I lost my ass. She 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 fancies my ass like like men fancies women's asses. She's like, yo, your ass is gone, son. You got out of the bed the other I was like where's my baby's ass your ass is gone jeff she don't call me jeff she called me pup yeah my ass is gone but i guess i had a nice ass when i was younger so when i was 13 i was kind of real chiseled had a real chiseled face i guess like a lot of you know in shape like a lot of young guys would be and i had a very impressive woody but i never knew that my woody was impressive because you're not really impressed with your woody when you're humping pillows and masturbating young sean i don't think you should cover your ears for this for what you probably humped the pillow a couple of times hey i don't i don't think that we should cover our ears for this folks know who let me know that I had a real impressive woody at 13 years old? Chantelle. One day we were in the lunchroom and she reached under the table and she grabbed my wood. Now that was the first time that anybody has ever grabbed my wood. So my wood exploded into a frenzy of excitement. My wood was solid. My wood was on RoboCop. My wood was was on uh, Blade the Vampire. My wood was on uh, Weightlifter. My wood was on uh, Concrete. My wood was put two hands over the other, over the chest, In my wood in 1983 said Wakanda forever. <laughs> Yo, yeah, Sean, don't cover your ears. Let's show them why we the hottest thing moving on internet radio. I ain't trying to really be funny. I'm just telling you the truth. Yo, my wood exploded. I didn't know my wood was in. like I knew my there was a Irregular thing about my wood But I, ne- I didn't know that because a woman never told me that Female never told me that right Like I, you know it's just me and my wood So when I was 13 I wasn't really into sex like that Like I was an athlete to the core I cared about sports definitely more than ejaculations Like kids should That's what kids should do Anyway, Chantel and her fast ass, she's beyond that. So I was like, yo. She said, so you wanna, you wanna, you wanna go together? I was like, word. Like you just grab the wood and we go together? Like let's do some shit. Now, I come from the era, I know you new kids that are listening right now. Let me tell you something, the demographic for the Jeff is Moody show, the demographic is underage, which I, I don't like that, but that's the reality of it. They listen with their parents, and, and some kids have found a show and they listen to it. Do y'all know we got listeners that almost touch 80 years old and over? It's a demographic buster. But let me tell y'all the era that I'm from. I'm from the era where we wrote notes to each other in class. Do you like me? And we put these check boxes on them, right? Yes. No. Maybe. Oh, I know some of y'all reminiscing now. Hold on, Sean. Let me fix this real quick. Hold on, fam. Hold on. All right, there we go there we go we good we good so she grabbed my wood in my mind we go together (laughs) Chantel was was beautiful she was her, her heritage she was she was she was mocha But she had like blue, gray eyes and she had this kinky, curly hair, but it was just kinked up. And at her age, she she had these. Her body was just developed like a like what a a 13 year old would think like an 18 and 19 year old's body would be. She was really mature and real calm and dudes always came at her all day. But her brothers and her cousins was crazy as fuck. And so I wrote, I, I, I shot my shot. You know what I mean? I, I wrote that, I wrote that letter. I said, yo, I'm I'm feeling you like, you know. Do you like me? Yes, no, maybe so. I sent it across the classroom and she sent it back, y'all. And he said, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Real shit. From then on, we went together. So she announced that I was her boyfriend in school. And, And the funny thing about it is I didn't recognize that she was sleeping with guys from high school and guys from college. I didn't know that. I thought I was exclusive. And while some guys would want to try her and while some guys would want to try me, if you because you guys don't know my history like that, nobody was going to do that because if you violated me, you had to deal with all my big brothers. But on top of that, if you violated me, I could personally whip your ass because I done fucked up half of the people in New York that were born in the 70s and went to school in the 70s and in the 80s, physically. I done had more school schoolyard fight victories then Floyd Mayweather. Did get my ass kicked one time by Joseph. Pick up Joseph. Ring the bell. Joseph whipped my ass. Caught me lacking that day. Me and him became best friends. And I don't know what happened to him, but God bless him. So, now I'm dating Chantel, but Chantel is infinitely more mature than me, right? So, so we... But I'm not a goofy kid. Like I've never been a goofy person or kid. So one day we're in the lunchroom and she's like, "My mom has to work and she's not. She's gonna be working all night. Why don't you come over?" And I said, "Come over where?" She was like, what do you mean "Come over where? Come over to my house and hang out with me." I was like, "Okay." I said, "Yo, what we gonna do? We're 13, y'all." She was like, we'll find something to do. I said, are we going to have sex? She was like, you are so wrong, Figure it out. With her fast ass. So after school that day, I was just excited that I was going to lose my virginity. And I thought she was going to lose hers. I was so excited, in fact, that I told her I only lived three four blocks away from the school she lived five blocks away five, six blocks away from the school man after school i said i'm gonna meet you at your house i could just come and ring the bell right she said yeah why don't you just come home with me we can get some heroes a hero is a sandwich y'all it's a new york sandwich get some heroes and some bon and quarter water and stuff like that right and i was like okay nah I- i'm gonna catch up with you Even at 13 years old, I understood I had to wash my ass. Because we had recess. This is when kids used to have recess, y'all. Ooh, ooh. Ain't I telling the story all y'all? All y'all familiar with? I just. So I ran home, top speed. I took a shower, y'all. I scrubbed everything. I didn't know what the fuck. Never had sex before. I walked to her house, I tried to be real calm. Got to her house, rang the bell, she came up, she was like, I'm hungry. I said, let's go get something to eat. We went and got some heroes and some bontons and some quarter water. Total, total, total value of the meal. It was $3 a piece with $6 for us to eat fully. Went to her crib, watched some TV. We actually did a little bit of studying And then about two hours later, she reached over and she kissed me on the mouth. And then we did. Now, unbeknowings to me, she has experience. I don't. My biggest experience is the right hand jerk and the left hand jerk. I was an ambidextrous beater. <laughs> too much, too much. Habitually line stepping. I don't know why. Why am I habitually line stepping if I'm telling what all you guys can are familiar with? Frankie Malachi, bless his soul, told me if you're going over there. Put it in, go hard, don't stop. See, me and Frankie were different kind of people. Frankie was a 13-year-old with a 16, he was like the male version of Chantel. He was already sleeping with 14, 15-year-olds. Everybody was afraid of me whipping their ass, and everybody was afraid of me in sports, but I wasn't getting no no vagina. Anyway, y'all, we got into it. She said, you know, you can, suck, you can suck on a titty. I was like, so what am I sucking on it? What does that do? Like if I suck on a titty, what is that? What is that if I suck? If I suck on a titty, what does that do? Like, do I suck on a titty, do, it? Is it like milk? She was like, just be quiet and suck on the titty. And I started sucking on the titty and she started moaning. Then she grabbed my joint. She told me to rub her joint and I put it in. Raw, rubber, raw dog, no protection. Thank you, Frankie. Frankie told me to go raw. I went raw. He's my best friend at the time. Rest his soul. God bless him. I love that guy, man. So I'm in it, and we're doing it, and about 30 to 35 seconds later, I get that sensation. I get the sensation. The sensation. When I masturbated and I squirted that clear water at 13, it felt just like this, but this also felt like I had to pee at the same time. I was confused. I just let it rip because I was, you know, 13. There's a point to this story. This feeling comes over me, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. I'm just a pill, because I'm only a pill, and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. I was, I was, you know, you know, you know. Let it go, man. Let it go. Now Frankie told me when I let it go, do do a little bit in and pull it out and shoot the rest up up over. I wasn't quite sure about that, but I did remember that. I did a little bit of letting it go, and I pulled the rest out and I, it, I thought I was ej- it's dis- ejaculate, but it was a lot of ejaculate though, and it smelled like urine, and so Chantel. Hopped up, turned the lights on. She says, "Nigga, did you just pee on me?" I was like, "I think I, I think I did. I'm sorry. She's like, "Did you fucking pee in me and on me?" I was like, "I don't. I didn't know. I didn't understand. I didn't understand the feeling, y'all. It was a. I was confused. That is why." teenagers are not really supposed to be having sex at that age y'all they're not you're not supposed to be at there's so much other things for you to do now look at the situation in retrospect unprotected herpes gonorrhea right chlamydia syphilis whatever right Ejaculating in somebody, you could have got them pregnant at 13. When I hear people brag about how young they had sex, especially when it's guys, I always look at them like, yo, that's not really cool. Yo, she was pissed. And I was embarrassed. So. The next day in school, I come to school and everybody's kind of laughing. And people, I didn't know she was one to run back and tell people stuff. Like she ran back and told everybody, I peed on myself. And I never forget Mike Brad that lived on Church Avenue. He stepped to me. He was like, Yo, nigga, you got to pee? And I punched him in his face and beat the fuck out of him out in the schoolyard. Right by, the, right by the handball courts in Brooklyn, Walt Whitman, stand up, IS 246. Y'all know what time it is. Teenagers are not supposed to be having sex like that. Do y'all know that if I can take that experience back, I would? Do y'all know that for the remainder of me being 13 years old, I was not remotely interested in having sex? Do y'all know that for the next year at 14, I didn't have any sex? I just wanted to play sports. I was like, this sex thing is overrated. You know, I never peed on a pillow. And, and when I'm beaten off, th- th- you know, I never embarrassed myself beating off. Nah, young Sean, this is real talk. Yo, fam. Young kids are not supposed to be into sex and stuff like that. I know we live in an over sexualized world, but that's not where we they're supposed to be. I could have ruined my life at 13. Now Chantel went on to become known around the neighborhood and not in the greatest kind of way. Um. Where she ended up, at least where she was headed, is not for me to say, but it's just something that if I could take it back, I wouldn't do it. I hope if you're raising your sons, you're not teaching them that their manhood is based off their conquering of pussy. And I hope if you're raising your daughters, you're not teaching them to use what they got to get what they want. Four years later at 17. Oh, I got 15 and 16. I had a lot of sex with beautiful women. Then when I was 17, I ended up sleeping with a 37 year old woman because I worked at Macy's on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn. And by the way, if you guys don't know, that's statutory rape. We weren't thinking in those terms. I was on my own. She was 37. Why was she fucking with somebody 20 years younger than her? I don't know. got to tell y'all, man. I don't know if I'm a hot old man. I was a blazingly, ruggedly attractive young man. And the 37-year-old addicted me to sex because I didn't know sex worked like that. First time anal, first time getting head to the point where you, getting head and somebody's using your ejaculate as mouthwash and face cleanser. This is an adult show. See, you need to be letting your kids actually hear this shit. Instead of all you anally retentive motherfuckers sitting around like, damn Jeff, what, what am I saying that's not true? embarrassed at 13 and got hooked on sex at 17. And I didn't get control of my sexual urges and desires until I was around 18 or 19. Moral of the story is the reason they call kids kids and the reason they call adults adults is because that's exactly what we are your child about being a child man. for real and guard them you can't protect them from everything see I didn't have anyone guarding me my pops wasn't attentive to me like that my mom is not like I'm putting that out there in front of her she wasn't that's something she would have freaked out over My big bros are kind of encouraging it, but at the same time, if they had a known, they might have said something, but probably not. And goddamn Frankie told me to have unprotected sex to lose my virginity because that's the only way that counts. Even in 2020, kids should be kids. Mrs. Moody and I have intelligently and very tactically protected our daughter while still keeping her up on realism sex things that go on with sex people that can drug you or guilt you into sex Uh, flaunting your body for sex using what you got we've talked to her extensively and i can only hope that our work is not in vain I can only hope that she makes us proud but we she's in college. When I hear people bragging about how young they had sex, I used to think it was cool and now I I'm ashamed. And they should be too. Cuz kids are really supposed to be doing teachers We'll be back to Jeff's Moody Show on BeatbreakRadioFM.com. You're
1: listening to Jeff is Moody
0: on Beatbreak 87. Previously on the Beatbreak Show, we
3: got the homie AJ in the building. AJ. I can see you being in the White I House. I mean, with I would President love Obama. to. Yeah, I, w- I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love <laughs> to go to the White House and, and sit down. Let me with let me President set the Obama, stage yeah. out. I'm a, I'm gonna pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, AJ. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, <laughs> Applejack's? <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ. AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh. Okay. so Yeah. Would, you, know, you, would be- you listen to my project, The Lightball Moment? I got, you, you uh, take it a listen? I got my copy right here. got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle are going to bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like, too. Uh-huh. That. Definitely.
2: The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com.
3: Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BeatBreakRadio.
0: Oh, man. Young Sean, thumbs up all over the place Off that last segment, kid Don't rush it Hey, young people Don't rush it Trust me Don't rush it You got time And y'all little COVID niggas Don't need to be rushing nothing anyway (laughs) Let's get straight into this Humans versus wild animals that kill Uh, Welcome back to the Jeff's Moody show How y'all like this? Yeah, some people tuned out already. A lot of people still here, and they're calling their people up like, you got to listen to this show. Yeah, Sean, that's all we give a fuck about. We don't care about nothing else. Let's do humans versus wild animals that kill. Family, uh, as we all know, from running with the bulls uh, to keeping lions as pets, dumbass arrogant human beings love fucking with wild animals. Sometimes it's all good but sometimes it backfires. These are stories of humans who voluntarily or involuntarily come across wild animals that kill. Match number one. When you're in a rush to use the bathroom, The last thing on your mind is to check the toilet. I'm about to fuck up everybody that sits on the toilet. I'm sorry I got to do this to y'all. I am about to fuck everybody up that sits on the toilet. And I'm sorry. All right. When you're in a rush to use the bathroom, the last thing on your mind is to check the toilet. But one teen in Thailand likely wishes he took a look around the bathroom before he went to relieve himself. Because as soon as he sat on a toilet on Tuesday, he was bitten by a snake. Sirapop Masukarat, i probably fuck your name, I'm no disrespect. Told Thailand's Virapress Press on Wednesday that he was watching videos on his mobile phone while using the john, when out of nowhere, he felt an excruciating pain in his penis. The eighteen-year-old looked down, only to discover that a python had his jaws clenched around the tip of his genitals. Ah! I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'm gonna tell y'all something when I'm done with this story. I'm gonna tell y'all something I've been doing that a lot of y'all that a lot of y'all a lot of y'all haven't. You will after this. He says, I was using the toilet, but a few moments after I sat down, I suddenly felt pain in my penis. I looked down and saw there was a snake hanging in the toilet. Then there was blood everywhere. Masukarat explained, it was only a small steak, but his bite was so strong. I hope that my penis can recover. <laughs> no, I'm not making it up at all. Masukara said the snake was still attached to him when he stood up. After he slammed the serpent into the bathroom door, because it, it bit him in a it bit him in, it bit him in the penis and he it, 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 a fight or flight instinct, you know. You grab, you because if you sit down on the toilet and all of a sudden something bites your penis, you go in a fight or flight, and he's slamming the snake up against the door, but it's a snake, and this kind of snake just kind of stay clamped. You know what I mean? He beat the snake up against the door so much that the snake actually released his grip. This was kind of one of them snakes that was just an asshole. Leaving the teen in immense pain as blood rushed out of his genitals, his mother attempted to soothe him while they waited for emergency responders to arrive. How do you soothe? How do you soothe a guy that's just gotten bit on the, the tip of his penis? What do you say to him? Mom, everything's going to be all right, baby. Do you pray? Do you do you? You know, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do when your son has just got the tip of his penis bit by a python? How do you comfort him? (laughs) Oh, man. Back at his home, the handlers found the snake coiled up in the toilet. It was removed and released safely back into the wild. Why didn't they kill a fucking snake? I don't know. Anyway, the winner of this is the snake. Clearly, the snake bit my man in the tip of his joint. Uh, He's lucky it was not a venomous snake, because he'd probably be dead. The winner is the snake. Now, this. let me tell you something. I don't let me tell you something, man. I, I am not mad at this kid because he was sitting on his own toilet. A lot of times humans versus wild animals is humans doing stupid shit. This motherfucker was just sitting on his own toilet bowl. But let me tell y'all something, because I done fucked everybody up. All of y'all are fucked up when y'all sit on the toilet. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. From this point on, every time y'all use the toilet, y'all gonna look down in that fucking toilet bowl. Can I tell y'all something? I've been looking down in my toilet bowl since I moved to Georgia. Yes, I have. I don't never use the bathroom without looking down in the toilet bowl. Fuck that. That's why I ain't never got bit in the in the, in, the, in the in the dick by a snake. Winner is the snake. Let's keep it snaky. No, wait a minute. Let me see what this other one is. Let me see what this other one is. No, no, no. Let's keep it snaky. Let's keep it snaky. One more. The winner's a snake. Now, family, believe it or not, Masu Karat's incident isn't the first time that someone has been attacked by a reptile in the bathroom. Elsewhere in Thailand, a woman nearly lost consciousness after a snake bit her on the thigh while she was using the restroom. The woman's daughter shared the harrowing, harrowing experience on her Facebook page in January and said that her mom first attempted to get the snake off her by pulling his head, but it only clamped down harder. Then she tried to cut it with a knife, but she ended up cutting cutting herself eventually the woman's son came in and beat the snake with a hammer and it finally released his hole to her thigh the winner is the snake there the snake did the, the, what the, the, I, the everybody is fucked up and i know it now i'm gonna do another one doing the, the snake snakes back-to-back winners but let me let me let me close the uh humans versus wild animals that kill. Have y'all have y'all seen the video of the black father who brought his daughter to somebody's house? Uh she had to be five years old or maybe six. And then there's a pit bull that came out. The pit bull was extremely friendly, but the father didn't understand it was friendly. So the pit bull gets loose and the in the and the pit bull runs out of the fence. And the pit bull charges the father and the daughter. And the father jumps up on the roof of a car and leaves his baby on the ground. And so the dog jumps on the baby, but the dog wants to play. Thank God. The dog jumps on the baby and she's yelling, Daddy! Daddy, help me, help me! And this bitch-ass nigga is on the top of a car watching a dog on top of his daughter. Have y'all seen that? He should be a meme. He should be internet famous. He should be outed like we out racist and people like that. Yo, he protected himself and left his daughter to get mauled. Thank God the pit bull was friendly. What a coward. The winner, the pit bull. But the real winner is the baby because the baby didn't get hurt. The people wanted to play. People just wanted to lick her and play with her. He didn't want to hurt anybody. How could you hear your child scream for you when you're on the top of a fucking car? He left his baby, y'all, from a charging pit. This motherfucker is the bitch-ass nigga of the year. If you see him on the street, smack fire all the the winner's a pit bull and a baby. Father's a loser forever. If y'all think I'm bullshitting, put in father, father hops on car and while pit bull attacks his baby. Y'all know how to find it, your internet, internet people. Yo, the snake that bit the dude in the penis, he won. Snake that bit the woman in the thigh, made her cut herself, he won. And 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 and, and the pit bull that charged the baby and the bitch father hopped on the car and left his baby to get mauled they lost humans versus wild animals we coming back with the polar opposite of trifling and then we are out of here and it'll be time for dj natural uh nat i think you got close to an hour i don't know we'll see you're listening
1: to jeff is moody
0: on beat break 87 previously on the beat break morning show King
3: Malachi on the telephone line. What's good, King?
5: I'm good. How you doing? How's everybody?
3: Once they pop in the Love Chronicles CD, there's going to be a lot of sex in the room, a lot of babies being made.
5: Exactly. This is music, but just put the spirit of lust is in there a little something too. Don't get it twisted. But this is. It's
2: just, we're gonna go deeper, man. You got
3: Alexandria. She's our news reporter here on the Beast Break Morning Show. You got her fanning now. She she cannot wait to listen to the album.
0: Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I got you, Bobby. I got you.
3: Trust me. Alexandria, calm down. <laughs> calm down, Alexandria. I know you got I know you got a boyfriend and everything, but this is King Malachi's time.
2: <laughs> the best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com.
3: Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio.
0: Family, uh... Thank you so much for listening to the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Naturale. DJ Naturel is coming up with the ATL traffic mix. We're about to land this flight. Um, no matter what I do on this show, if you're new to this show, because I'm always, uh, I'm always humble. And I always feel honored to know that we literally get new listeners every week. So much, I understand if you guys are listening today or whatever. You know the show is up and down; it's a roller coaster, it's whatever. There's a method to the madness. No matter what I do, I try to end it on a good note, and that is what the uh, polar opposite of trifling is all about. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we uh, prepare to land this flight, Jim Airlines, Jeff is Moody Airlines. I want to thank you all for rocking with me. I want to thank you all for listening, whether you check the whole show out or whether you check the half of it out or five minutes of it out or whatever you did. Um, I want to thank everybody that just recommends the show and refers the show out. Thank you all. Let's close out on a high note. That's how I like to do everything with my show. Give you the craziness of the world and then... Let's close out in in a fashion That motivates us all to keep everything moving It's time for the polar opposite A trifling family, yes it's true The world is full of trifling people But let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world We also have people who are the polar opposite Ladies and gents Welcome to the polar opposite of trifling And this week's show This week's polar opposite of trifling, I should say. Mom and daughter make history. They opened the first black owned shell gas station in Florida. Got this article by Black Enterprise. Goes on to say Meet 51 year old LaShawn Flowers and her 35 year old daughter, Shanita Vickers the new owners of the only black-owned gas station in Hollywood, Florida, and possibly the only black-owned gas station in all of South Florida. As Shell Franchise, they are making history as women entrepreneurs and causing quite a stir on social media. LaShawn and her daughter, who both grew up in Darefield Beach, Florida, begin their roots in entrepreneurship as the owners of a local hair and nail salon called Girls Collections with a Z at the end and later a local bar and nightclub called Groove City Bar and Lounge, which is currently closed because of the pandemic. Having to pivot sparked the idea of purchasing a gas station. We actually purchased two gas stations, says LaShawn. We were able to negotiate a two-for-one deal. This can be done by us all the time. She says the process of purchasing uh, purchasing two franchises was not hard, but it was a fairly tedious process. After completing the credit application, she had to prove that financially she really did have the capital to complete the purchase. The whole process, however, took just three weeks. Keeping it in the family. LaShawn says that she and her daughter are partners in the business and are partners in their other businesses as well. I really value having a family-owned business because family is who you can trust, she says. My daughter, Shanita, is a wonderful mom of two beautiful children and also a phenomenal entrepreneur who is awesome to work with. We work well together because we understand each other. Hard work pays off. But having her daughter at her side doesn't mean that she underestimates the value of hard work. I don't believe in failing in anything I do, LaShawn adds. If you don't work, your business, it won't be a success. You absolutely must put in the hard work. Their work ethic is already paying off because they are already receiving on-air shout-outs from the likes of Ricky Smiley, not to mention that their story has already gone viral on social media, which has sparked a huge influx of new customers. Their Shell gas station is located at 2501. North University Drive in Hollywood, Florida 33034 let me give that free plug again because I don't want anything from them except for them to succeed their Shell Gas Station is located at 2501 North University Drive Hollywood, Florida 33034 And they are already planning to open their second gas station in early 2021, possibly in West Palm Beach. For all of you Negroes who are saying, don't vote, don't be active, don't do anything. We'll build our own, we'll do our own, but you don't do anything except tap the keyboard. Here are two activists for real right here. I don't know if they vote or not, but I can tell you they probably do. I'm going to reach out to them and see if they want to do a phone check with me. I bet you I could get them. Y'all want to bet? Remember I said it today. Ladies, congratulations. Congratulations for moving forward with things that people just talk shit about and don't do. Congratulations and keeping it family. Congratulations in learning the system and this not being your first venture congratulations on being great i wish you nothing but the best and i'm gonna reach out to you and anything i can do for you from my little lowly level i would be happy to do you are absolutely the polar opposite of trifling well family i hope you all enjoyed the show but make sure you enjoy life even more pray for love over hate peace over war and don't forget You ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. The ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturale is up next. I love you all. I appreciate you. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. Somebody else might've edited that. I don't edit nothing. See y'all next week with another hot one. Now, Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beatbreak 87 FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com, corn, corncom. <laughs> I think I'm done. And I'm not really tipsy like that. I only had a couple of beers, y'all. I think I'm just in my thing. Like, I feel good. It's been a long show. It's great, though. Let me do that again, y'all, Sean. Hold on. Not, no edits. Let me do that again. Please stay tuned to keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beat Break 87 FM and BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. Shit. We got another one. See y'all next week. I love y'all. Jeff is moody is out. R.I.P. Ron Love. Next week, y'all. I love y'all. Be safe.
1: You're listening to Jeff Is Moody
0: on Beat Break 87.
2: It's architect
0: precise, you know. Yo, what's up, world? This is Precise from the legendary group R.A.P. Architect and Precise. Check out our hit singles, keep it moving, and get to the bag. R.A.P. Architect and Precise. Album of the year. Coming soon. Order and download Architect
3: and Precise latest song, keep it moving, and get to the bag. Available now on
5: Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, and iTunes.
3: Previously on the, the Beat Break Morning Show, radio's definitely changed my life. It's put me in this position that I'm in today. You know, it's, it's continue to learn from right. greats like Rashad Richie, and you know, you we can name the list of people that we work with. Mm-hmm. But um, it you know, it's 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 a form of expression. So I'm I'm absolutely privileged to be able to have an opportunity to express myself on airways. You know, yeah. throughout my short career.
2: The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com.
3: Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BeatBreakRadio.